0: Hey boo, welcome back to house Shoe the podcast if you are a subscriber thank you so much for coming back for the vibes if you haven't already go ahead and show some love by giving a five-star rating if you're new here we talk about elevated mindset style and public relations if this sounds like your sip of champagne or shot of tequila go ahead and subscribe so that you don't miss out on any upcoming episodes. Today is going to be a bit of an interesting topic that I think is important and something that has really helped me in maintaining balance in my life, both mentally and spiritually. I want to talk about operating in the spirit of detachment and learning how to let things go. Let's talk about lighting our mental, emotional, and spiritual loads today. We the people are living in unprecedented times. We have not had a bit of societal normalcy since the 9-11 tragedy. I remember that where exactly where I was on that day. I was getting ready to go to geography class while I was in undergrad. And I'm a girl from Memphis. You know, we that's not something that we really talk about, you know, like things in New York and things like that. So when they were like a plane went into the World Trade Center, I'm like, what is that? You know, I, I didn't know anything about it. Excuse my ignorance. But like I said, a girl down south, that's just not something that is really discussed. So when I learned about exactly how tragic it was, I was like, oh my gosh, this is awful. And it just seems like we haven't been normal since then. And most of us, I know I'll speak for those that are, we are tired and overwhelmed. Inflation is redambiculous and the American dollar is possibly going to hell in a handbasket. During these times when you're overwhelmed and overstimulated, it is perfectly fine to pull back from the insanity of it all. Just walking in the spirit of detachment, learning how to separate myself from things that either drained me or that I ultimately had no control and no peace. About it has really helped me kind of like it, it's really helped my anxiety. That's that's the biggest thing. Learning to operate in the spirit of detachment, it's helped me navigate like the everyday uncertainties of life. Detachment itself, you know, it means to be involved in the world and with people, but not to be overly tied to. Or bound by any outcomes. I think. It's about freeing yourself. From excessive emotional reactions. And navigating life. With a sense of. Equanimity. You know. And that means mental calmness. And composure. As usual. Get on in here. So I can put you all up in my business chat. I've dealt with death since a really early age you know I lost my brother when I was 10 and from there it's just like I spent my most formative years really the next 15 years bearing a host of relatives I'm talking aunts uncles cousins, friends family I mean it was just terrible and no it was nothing that was tragic no murders you know no accidents just illnesses and you know in a few cases just age now initially this had the opposite effect on me as far as attachment i found myself in unhealthy relationships be it family platonic or romantic because i was tired of losing people so i developed this need to be around people and i looked over a lot of shit that was obvious because i was afraid to be alone and it wasn't until i had the weight of the world on my shoulders Um, I just had my son. Um, I took a severance package to care for my sick parents. I enrolled in grad school. Then, you know, just taking care of my parents until they transitioned, balancing motherhood with a, a new child, dealing with school, you know, and then ultimately dealing with the death of my parents. And continuing to, you know, just continue the fight of being a single mom, juggling all the things that life had thrown my way. And I realized either I'm going to lose my mind or I'm going to restructure some stuff. Okay. I remember it so clear. I mean, I can remember it clear as day. I woke up and it felt like I had been hit in the head with a brick. And my heart, it was beating out of my chest. And the nerve under my right eye, it would not stop twitching. Like, I was like, this shit is trying to take me out. I'm not ready to go. Wait a minute, Jesus. I got some things to do. Yeah, I had so much trauma and stress that I was carrying. It was impossible to wake up with any form of gratitude. I woke up angry, disappointed, and disarray. And for the most part alone, I realized that I was, uh, I was too attached to situations. I was too attached to events of the past, what I wished would have happened, and people that ultimately weren't there in the capacity that I needed. I realized I was committed to everything but myself. I was committed to what everyone believed except what I believe. I was committed to their vision for my life, not my own vision for my life. And this is kind of where my whole theme of unlearn your life birthed from. It's like, I need to unlearn some stuff because the route that I'm going is detrimental to me. I was attached to a mindset that was leading me nowhere but to further despair. I had to disassociate and detach from everything I knew in that current state. I had to let go of the disappointments of yesteryear, the misery of today, and the fear of tomorrow. I started to operate as a separate being than anything around me. I didn't commit to anything that was going to keep me bound to anyone else's expectations or opinions. And I started to feel lighter because I started to, just like Erica Badu, bag lady, I started to unpack my bags. I'm like, this this is getting a bit too much. This is heavy on me. I'm getting a hump in my bag. You know, I'm all leaned over. I can't even stand up straight because I have so much trauma, so much baggage that it's affecting my mental. It's affecting my physical. Because... I'm nauseated, my head's spinning as soon as I open my eyes. My chest feel like it's about to cave in. I'm having anxiety. I can't sit still. I can't. I can't sleep. You know, it's. It was just a whole lot of stuff that I had to get in check because I'm like, this is. This is really gonna take me up out of here if I don't get control of it. And you might say about, well, what about when I'm dealing with people? You know, especially your close relationships where emotions run really, really high. You have to practice mindfulness. I'll say that. To change something about yourself for the better, you have to be in tune with yourself. It takes self-awareness. It takes discipline. And it takes commitment. Now, understand that you can still have deep and meaningful relationships, Filled with love and adoration and all the fuzzies, all the things. The spirits of detachment, the aspect of detachment, it eliminates the unhealthy obsession and attachment that's associated with the anxious fear of loss. I'm going to say that one more time. The aspect of detachment eliminates the unhealthy obsession. An attachment associated with the anxious fear of loss. Now, it doesn't mean being aloof and non-empathetic. It's just creating a healthy boundary for yourself and not taking on more than you can handle. If someone needs you to stand in the gap for them and you have the capacity to do so, provide what you can provide without losing yourself. And when I say stand in the gap, like we have friends, we have social circles, we have siblings, parents, cousins, whoever you have a relate those close relationships with. And people go through things. And I'll never tell you to abandon somebody in the thick of it because you never know how your presence, how your prayers, how your participation can positively out, um, impact the outcome of their situation you know sometimes people just need to know that you're there but there are people that are what i call spiritual vampires like they will suck the life out of you um i'll give you an, an example she doesn't. she doesn't suck the life out of me this isn't that kind of example it's about being there for your friend um i have a great friend and she was having relationship issues with her counterpart Some days, you know, she was in shambles and I tried my best to be a listening ear, you know, giving advice where I can listening. And a lot of times people don't even really need advice. They just need a listening ear. They need to get it out. And if I don't know what to tell you, I'm going to tell you, baby, I don't know what to tell you. You know, this time in this time of her life, it was not her personality. You know, she's not someone that is, oh, what it's me, you know, that she's always really, really upbeat. I knew she wasn't weak and but I knew she didn't have anybody else to really discuss these things with. And that's my friend. I'm going to love on her, try to get her ass at the house, which says a lot because I don't go anywhere. And I want to watch her act a damn fool dancing when she has a couple of drinks. That's my girl. And I don't like when she's not loud and getting on my damn nerves. You know, when she when she loud and she's present and she's in the moment, I know she good. But when the minute stuff starts going and she quiet, I'm like, hold on, chick. What's wrong? Because this is not you. And she does the same for me. If I'm feeling some type of way, she's going to drag it out of me and she's going to make me get out of the house and go somewhere I don't want to go. Having... A group or a tribe that's supportive and like-minded and encouraging, it's important. It absolutely is. And we are meant to live alone, but we are we are meant to be whole individuals of sound mind. We are meant to be in control of our own person. What I'm saying is, don't be delusional about the role that you have in the lives of other people and take detrimental offense to their actions or lack thereof. Recognize, the game, and move on. Learning how to detach myself from relationships and just what I think things are versus having trained myself on having objective point of views and said, okay, wait a minute, maybe I'm going too hard for this situation when this situation is really not. Um, showing that it is working in my favor. And sometimes, you know, we just get attached to people, places and things, some type of noun, you know, and it's just, it, it throws off our focus. And once you have that unhealthy obsession or dedication, or dare I say loyalty to situations and mindsets that are not contributing to your growth or the betterment of your mental then you have to you have to reevaluate those things you have to reevaluate why or evaluate why those things weigh so heavy on your psyche will you feel some type of way of course you're human you know honor your feelings i'm i'm an advocate of honoring your feelings but we are gonna move right along and i've said this a million times I'm the only person that can't leave me. Everyone else is optional. Either their option or yours. It is the hard truth. And maybe some experts will say this is avoidant and unhealthy. Then again, maybe not. Maybe they won't try. I'm not a psychologist. I didn't. I minored in it, but I didn't major in it. But, you know, I've lived life for a little bit. So I know things that have helped me manage my day to day and manage my mental, emotional, physical loads. And me personally, I'm just over the bullshit and playing games at this big age in my life. I don't care when you don't set boundaries, things can get out of hand. Boundaries are not always how a person reacts to reacts to you or respects you and serves as hard stops in relation to how others treat you. They also serve as those things for yourself. People are going to people. And not everyone has the desire or emotional intelligence to honor your personal value system. You have to learn to hold yourself accountable for what you accept from other people. If you're too emotionally invested in someone or something, they have the potential to control your entire mindset, your mood. Even your personality. I learned to exist as an individual. And don't get me wrong. Every day is a new day. that post new challenges. You know, hey, every day you wake up, new grace, new mercy, new day, new chances, new opportunities. Um, While there is also the opportunity for growth, you know, there is also the opportunity for setback and you just have to be mindful of the energy that you're putting out. Be mindful of your goals. Be mindful of yourself and your boundaries. And that will help you kind of mold what you want, create your future and, and just protect your, protect your being. That's the biggest thing. Protect your being, protect you. This is an ongoing practice and the goal is progression because you'll never reach perfection. Don't be afraid, you know, to put yourself first and do what it takes to protect the love and respect for yourself that is often sometimes so hard to maintain. You know, we find ourselves wanting to bend and compromise for certain people in certain situations, but just like You're budgeting a bank account. You have to budget your psyche. You have to budget your mental, budget your your energy. Can I afford, you know, to bend and to to give a little bit more in this situation? Or is it going to send me on a spiral and it's going to take away from ultimately from the person I'm trying to be? In the words of the most beautiful voice in the world, arguably... Auntie Whitney Houston, learning to love yourself is the greatest love of all. All I'm saying, boo, is feed those that feed you. Period. Until next time. Cheers.